0: was popping was popping was popping welcome nikki and moose i'm nikki that's moose what's up moose what up y'all and on this episode we're talking about the release of gpt4 actor turned billionaire but not by movies we got a new creator of the week and we got to talk about self-doubt but from a creator and an entrepreneur vibe And then do we live in a clip society? What's going on? Let's talk about it. Moose, how we feel about this episode?
1: Man, this is such an important topic. I think this topic right here hunts so many people and stops them from getting to where they're supposed to go. You'll be surprised that some of the greats have even struggled with this. So I'm really excited for us to dive into this.
0: Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens
2: cut from a different claw now joining forces helping you to elevate your personal brand yeah i'm talking about nikki and moose bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset the mentality the behaviors the driving force but more importantly the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most
0: and of course this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all in one streaming platform that allows you to stream on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever social media platform, all at the same time. Plus, do pre recorded videos do audio isolation, video isolation, text transitions, everything that you may need is all through Ecamm live. And we're giving 14 days for free. All you got to do is go to www.NikkiandMoose.com slash Ecamm. That's E-C-A-M-M to get that 14 day trial. Let's go Moose. How are we
1: feeling, man? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling really, really good. Obviously. (laughs) I'm just looking at your face like so are you gonna tell us? Yes, I will tell you everything. Man, these are great baby came last week. Uh, healthy, healthy, healthy baby girl. Uh, She is a night owl. But she sleeps It's the craziest thing in the world. Uh, She actually sleeps pretty good. So I'm gonna knock on wood and keep that going those those three four hour like sprints of, of her sleeping do us great at night. Cause it's like a quick little 30 minutes. All right, cool feeder back to bed. So we've been surviving. As you could tell bags under my eyes aren't too bad now. First couple of days I was, I was definitely feeling the hit, but no man, super grateful, very excited for this next phase. You know, a lot of people may not know this, but, and I don't know why I'm thinking about it like this, but you know, I lost my father when I was 15 years old and he was 46. And so for me, I look at it like if 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 the cycle repeats itself and God forbid it doesn't, I have 13 years to give like my absolute all to fatherhood, you know, and so that's that's how I'm seeing it, man. I want to I want to leave definitely the next generation better than I found it. Uh, So there's like big, big, big responsibility on me right now. But. None none of which I'm afraid of. You know, I think some people might look at this like, yo, ooh, first time dad. That's, I don't like a lot. It's like, nah, this it's actually feels like just right, surprisingly so. So, yeah, Take no, I'm that. grateful, man. Grateful. Yay. Grateful and excited. Yeah.
0: Baby here. The baby's here. And it's a cute baby, by the way. Okay? Very cute baby. <laughs> Thank you. And didn't make a peep when I saw the baby. I was like, you, you gonna make some noise? No? Okay. All right, yeah, that's cool, so uh congrats moose congrats um as far as me, um I'm gonna say a very uh impactful statement uh I don't like
1: Drake mm. well, however comma
0: no there's no however i don't no, no, I don't no,
1: understand you gotta tell them the however comma.
0: No, there's no however, because <laughs> I I don't understand why I pay more for Drake tickets than the thought of Beyonce's tickets. I don't I don't understand this uh, for those people who uh, who don't know what I'm talking about uh, in this past week or uh, I don't know, week of March. Whenever you're listening to this, Drake had announced a new tour and i was so mad that i missed the last one in 2018 because mm. he had like a video like floor and the scorpion was coming up and people were swimming in the water it was great and i missed it and i was like i'm not missing another drake concert and drake was coming to new york about 6 times clearly in this new tour. I it was very crazy. Three in uh Barclays and three in Madison Square Garden. And I was like, I wanna go to Madison Square Garden, no shade, to Brooklyn or Barclays. I wanna go to the Mecca. I wanna go. And then I looked at those tickets and I just realized uh I just I just wanna be broke again. I didn't have these problems when I didn't have any kind of money. Um it makes you listen and, and question life of is anything important like are when you get to a certain status like what is important to you this like <laughs> i had such i had such a problem mind you Thanks. when we we re- when uh when this is being recorded i bought this the day before okay and came up with all excuses and eh, it's going to be my birthday. This is a gift to myself. It's New York. It's, you know, I don't normally get stuff for myself. This is where when you reach a certain level, you try to value experience than things you honestly really need. Because there's some things that I'm looking at myself like, I just didn't get this, but I got Drake tickets. It's like Mm -hmm. my priorities all messed up. And I'm, and I'm not appreciating it's,
1: this. It's, it's Drake though. I feel like, I feel like you can't go wrong buying Drake tickets. I'm gonna be honest. You know, I think uh, it actually, you know, because you said you hate Drake. That's because why I said, of how however, much I combo,
0: spent on him. He doesn't know my name. That's,
1: that's, that's the love though. You know, that's, that's like that's actually love. That's like reverse, like reverse psychology love. It's like you love somebody so much, you start to think you hate them. It's crazy. I think it's gonna be great. I'm so excited for you because you're gonna go and you can get I'm so mad creative excited ideas. excited for you! Yeah, for you. You know, you're gonna go. You can get mad creative ideas. You can come back and be like, "Yo, you should have seen this." This will. I'm. It's gonna be great. I'm. I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm rooting for you. I think it's money well spent. I'm let, gonna let, hope let so. Let us know. Yeah let let us know. Do you? Think I'm probably gonna, gonna love it.
0: Now, no, mind you, yeah. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna get inspired, just like how Moose says. But. It really made me realize, like, yo, I really value experiences now, and I don't know how I feel about this. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for this, this time of my life. Of do, do nicks, yeah.
1: y'all. Do nicks.
0: No, I don't. I'm not here. I'm not here for you this. You're not ready for
1: that yet. No,
0: no. Right. I'm not here for this.
1: We'll, we'll check back in July. T- concerts in July, right?
0: Yes, it's in July.
1: Bye. In a couple um, months.
2: Like, give, us give us an update. Give us an
1: update if uh if new next season is officially arrived uh, and embraced. Jesus. Or are we uh, are we postponing for twenty twenty four. Listen, I just <laughs> I
0: just want I just want regular concert tickets prices to come back. I understand we're in inflation, but I just just one time for the one time.
1: Just Yeah, that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm sad. I'm sad, people. I'm sad. I'll be excited the week before. Right now, I'm just, I just can't believe it. But anyways, we're here. Uh, <laughs> we're here. Let's get into this episode. Whoa. This is episode. So, uh, of course, the what's popping section, all right? And this segment is sponsored by Deeper Than The Brand, the number one content branding community that shows you how to confidently and authentically build a brand, grow a social media presence, and build digital wealth. Go to deeperthanthebrand.com. Now, the wait is over. GPT-4 is now out, okay? And with everybody still talking about chat GPT and you know companies integrating it with everything part of their business and their brand now we have a new model thing is gpt3 and gpt4 there is a difference all right gpt3 is just text only where gpt4 is actually multi-module meaning we got text we got images they're saying videos, and who else? Maybe there'll be audio down the line, right? But what everybody is talking about is what happened at the demo. Now, the co-founder, uh, co-founder of OpenAI, actually drew out a web website on a piece of paper, took a picture, uploaded to GPT four, and asked it, "Hey, give me some code." So I can have a functional website and in a matter of seconds, produce code that actually worked and it actually created a joke website based off of a drawing, which is crazy. So it it, is not even about now, can you write the best prompts? Can you describe it in the best way? Now it's a matter of screenshots and drawings right which is super amazing and of course there's other uh benefits like two i think 25,000 word limit now there is a waiting list for GPT-4 API and chat GPT plus do have limited access at this moment so if you have the paid version of chat GPT you do have like a limited version of GPT-4, but I'm going to assume that you guys are going to get it sooner than the free boys. Okay. But this is amazing. And how quickly AI and open AI is moving with, okay, we see the momentum, yo, let's come out with the next model and then the next model. So now that they're integrating images and that, the actual model can read the image and come out with code, come out with text, come out with whatever we may need. This is going to be taking things to a whole new level. So how do you feel about GPT-4? Is this above yeah. your head? Are you interested? I know I'm a little geeked out. This is where I'm actually probably going to pay for chat GPT-plus. I said in the past episodes, as long as it's free, I'm not. But I have a patience problem. So now I see the purpose of it. So I'm probably going to invest that $20 a month. But let us know what you think,
1: Moose. What's, what's the thoughts? The picture the picture functionality, like that blew my mind. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I watched a video on it just to kind of get up to speed on how it works and when I saw that it can take a picture and process what's in the photo, and to have the capacity to write up to twenty five thousand—I mean, it was just absolutely mm-hmm. bananas. But quick lesson here: if you remember, some episodes ago we talked about uh, some advice that I got from a really wealthy guy that I sat with, who's in the tech space, and like really pay attention to what ChatGPT did. Right? They rolled out Model Three or GPT Three, and in just 90 days or so, after it skyrockets, they were able to bring out bring out Chat GPT four. Now, do you really think they started working on Chat GPT four after three started getting all this momentum? Mm. That thing has been in the works. And so that strategy of build quietly, build fast, and when you roll something out, you want to be so far ahead of the competition that no one can catch up. I feel that's exactly what they did and, and executed to a T because they get all of that hype around, uh, three, get the most amount of users on any network or, or a platform in history, pretty much. And then they roll out with this monster of a, you know, technology shortly after, I think they immediately almost stamped themselves as a brand. You can't think about AI and not think about ChatGPT literally in the same exact sentence. It's going to be synonymous for, hey, Google that. Hey, grab an Uber. So I think it's this is just the beginning. Heck, I can't wait for them to go public if, uh, if it continues like this. That's going to be nice little investment right there. So no, well, really so, cool.
0: What's so crazy is that there's a lot of things that happen in AI in the past week or so with now Google um, integrating AI with all their... Google Suite. So like mm-hmm. uh docs and email and everything now. They're talking about having AI. Microsoft just dropped uh copilot, which is their version of integrating, and we, we spoke about it last episode where Microsoft is going to integrate AI into email charts and that whole nine, but that got all wiped away and like hardly talked about the second that GPT-4 got announced. So that was, mm-hmm.
1: that was interesting. Very crazy. Yeah, I think I think they have huge potential and pretty much favor in the market right now as it relates to AI, everyone is shifting their attention there. It just makes things so much easier. So I'm really excited for where it goes. So I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to follow suit on what you're saying to be honest with you to just chuck a little 20 a month in and, and see what chat GPT four is doing. So yeah, that's that's gonna be nice let's go yes yes yes
0: what's happening on the business side
1: big crazy big money but it's so bananas and i'm so excited about this because in a lot of ways heck in every way it ties back to content check this out ryan reynolds the movie the movie star who we all know from incredible movies uh deadpool the whole nine this dude is an actor-turned-entrepreneur, might have always been an entrepreneur, but let's just say actor-turned-entrepreneur who has really been leveraging his social media presence very strategically. He has about 100 million followers across all platforms. He's known for being a really great storyteller, a phenomenal marketer, and using his social channels to be able to drive traffic towards his businesses. And so some time back, he got into the spirits industry and was able to flip a company and sold that for 600 million. Most recently, he entered the prepaid mobile space and he was able to build that company up and recently sold it to T-Mobile, just got acquired for $1.35 billion.
3: Wait, first of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said.
1: I know. It's bananas, y'all, literally bananas. But everyone who's talking about this is not so caught up in the fact that he sold the company for $1.35 billion. Phenomenal suit or phenomenal number. I mean, everything, it's a its a phenomenal accomplishment. The big thing that everyone's paying attention to is the fact that this is somebody who's similar to The Rock, who I think is, by the way, on his way to billionaire status as well. hes He's another one of those examples that's effectively leveraging his personal brand the use of content and social media and is collaborating with the right businesses or acquiring the right businesses bringing all of that traffic into the business and is turning around and able to sell these businesses for tremendous upside now i think he holds i don't know if it was a 20 or 30 percent stake don't quote me on it i don't have that part of the notes in front of me, but still 20 or 30% of $1.35 billion. You do the math. That sounds like a lot of money to me. And so between this company, Mint Mobile and aviation, which is his, uh, gin company that he also sold, I think that's close to $2 billion just in those two companies alone because of knowing how to effectively build a personal brand. And that's the crazy thing You would think someone who's a movie star would say, I don't need a personal brand. I'm good. I'm already on the big screen. I ain't going to do that. But still jumping out front like, no, I'm not going to put my 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 narrative, my my brand, my image in Hollywood's hands. I'm going to put it in my own hands. I'm going to invest in producing content, which, by the way, he has a media company as well. And so grows his own brand. These are the type of deals like this is really the future of business now. It's people who understand business, yes, but they also understand the importance of marketing, media and content and are bringing those two powerhouses together to be able to get massive traffic headed down you know, the path of that direction or that business and then turning around for a major sale like this. So Brian Reynolds, kudos to you, my man. That's incredible.
0: That's a lot of money. Twice. A
1: lot yeah, of money. thanks.
0: I wouldn't be complaining about Drake
1: tickets if I had that. <laughs> ah, That's a good point.
0: <laughs> oh, we're out here. Look, uh, it is time for this week's creator of the week. What's who are we talking about?
1: Man, this is actually special. Uh, i'm not gonna lie i am last week i hit up next i was like you know creator of the week we need to feature uh our good brother qdz quincy harris uh nikki and podcast alone by the way go check out his episode actually came on the podcast but this is a phenomenal talented brother man been in the uh radio and tv space for what feels like a really long time but i'm not gonna say forever because i don't want to age him like that uh that's that's the homie but Uh, He's done interviews with Jay-Z I mean, everyone that you can think of do has interviewed or rubbed shoulders with He's done some phenomenal work But recently he stepped away from uh, his main gig Which was hosting on Fox And stepped out to bet on himself And uh, it's been an interesting patch But let's show you this video and show you what he's up to And why we're featuring him here
3: I told my man Tyler I saw Talib, I want to say, three years ago and he may not remember this conversation, but he said to me at the Roots picnic and it was like we, a lot of people talking and Talib said to me, he said, yo, man, wh- what's up? Like, what are you doing? I said, what you mean? You know, I, my TV show was on Fox uh, at the time and he was like, yo, your mom passed away. You got an angel. Why are you not going for what you really need to go for? pierced my heart but the last two years has been ups and downs of me trying to figure out having the right team to help me um, to do all of these different things and today I taped the first episode of my show that I own called Quincy All Access right and it's a lot of sacrifices you know I see a lot of people like I drive a Camry I got kids in private school I pay for like it's a lot
1: Mm. mm-hmm I love it. I love it. I love it. So with that being said, man, Quincy, uh, shout out to you, bro. We are highlighting you and featuring you as creator of the week. Make sure to check out his new show, Quincy All Access. I checked out pieces of it on YouTube. Like, He's doing some phenomenal stuff and really like going all in. I saw him catching fish in Seattle, going to the Starbucks down there. I was like, this is, this is great. I love it. But you know what's crazy is that about six months ago and i actually reached out to him multiple times you could just you could just sense a shift in someone's energy when they're really doing that inner work and they're about to really go all in on themselves i remember like i remember him doing a live on instagram and he was just talking from a place of i've never seen him talk that way and something about him like i'm not the type of person to reach out to somebody and say wow Oh, uh, that resonated. Man, thank, like nothing like that. But something about that live, I reached out to him and I said, bro, that's that, that was serious. And you could see just his energy shifting. So to see this thing come full circle and have full ownership of his own show, we got we to gotta highlight that. So Q, props to you, bro. Congrats. And only up from here. Shout out to
0: Q. Whoa. So it is time or the blueprint and uh, warning. This is going to be a great combo. Okay, so yes. so so let's start here. We we live in a world where the greats almost like say self doubt is non existent that they don't have it or they actually talk bad about it, right? And and I'm talking about greats like. Kobe. I'm talking about greats like Diddy or P. Diddy Combs, however you want to call him. So love. Th- th- you, you, love, right? But <laughs> their language is that it doesn't exist.
1: Doubt is such a strange thing. I mean, it's, uh, there'll be times where you succeed and there are times that you fail. So waste, wasting your time doubting whether you're going to be successful or not is pointless. It is. You just put one foot in front of the other, you control what you can't control, and then you see what the outcome is, right? If you win, great. You're gonna to have to wake up the next day and do the journey over again. If you lose, sucks, but you have to wake up the next day and do the journey all over again anyway. You know, I, I will never doubt it myself. I am not to ignore them. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers ever, lived. I'm not in, even in a cocky way. I just feel like I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers ever walked the face of the earth. know and that's just how I am.
0: But the reality is that majority of the world feels like actor Seth Rogen.
3: All creative people have self-doubt. It's impossible to put yourself out there from my experience and from meeting all the creative people I've met in my life. They all have self-doubt. They're all worried people won't like what they're doing, that people are going to think it's stupid, that they're going to think they're stupid for wanting to do it, that
1: they're going to just reject it and by proxy reject them.
0: And so as creators and and entrepreneurs, we have to bring a different narrative when it comes to self-doubt, because I believe that more people feel like Seth Rogen than necessarily Kobe and and Diddy and I believe even they did feel self-doubt maybe they don't want to admit it but I do believe that this is something that needs to be talked about in a positive way than necessarily a negative way because this is the process of being great this is the process of having a successful brand a successful um business and that whole nine but it does start with fear It does start with the unknown, right? And Moose, I wanted to to talk to you because it's more on how do we make this normal? How do we, where does one maybe feel the most self-doubt in their journey of creating a brand, in their journey of building their empire in the business world? Where's where's that start at? why in society it just seems so like oh, cliche kind of thing. And if you feel the doubt, then it's so bad.
1: Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it's very interesting, man. Cause you know, I shared that Diddy clip with you and I remember literally being, I don't know, maybe 17, 18, even 19 years old, listening to that clip. And as much as I, admired and looked up to Diddy, you know, him being a New Yorker, seeing all the things that he was doing. He was really the first person promoting motivational speaking, at least on straight TV and things like that before motivational speaking was even a thing. And so there was a natural attraction to that demeanor, that approach, that mindset and that energy. But I remember listening to that exact clip and that's crazy because you can see that was throwback from, I don't know, might've been 10, 15 years ago based on that footage, but I still remember that clip towards uh, till this day because I listened to that piece and literally listening to that, my exact mindset was, oh shoot, there's no way I'm going to make it. He's saying that if you're going to be successful, you you could never doubt yourself. And here I am sitting in self-doubt. You get what I'm saying? So it almost put me on a completely different path. But you ask, how do we change the narrative? Quite honestly, it takes people like us to change the narrative, you know, creative entrepreneurs, people who are going through this journey Mm -hmm. and who understand, yes, the importance of marketing and attention and branding and all of these things, but also staying cognizant to the fact and really operating with integrity to say on the other end of marketing, branding, content, business, all of the stuff that we're talking about are real human beings, people with emotions, thoughts, and feelings that are navigating an unperfect world, trying to do the best that they can and giving them an honest message about your journey, your experience. That's one of the best ways that somebody can feel that they too have chance or have hope at being able to make their dreams a reality. So I think it really starts there because when you look at, You know, and and I love some of the different perspectives between Kobe and, you know, Seth, they definitely share two sides of the coin that make a lot of sense. But I think just to address the main point, it exists. I don't want to say all people, I don't want to operate in extremes, but definitely, man, and a lot of people, especially in the beginning of the journey, because you Mm -hmm. have no historical proof or evidence that this is something that you can do. Now sometimes we start on 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 a path where we say man I want to do like so and so or I want to emulate and mirror what someone did in this space and do it in this industry or something like that you get your inspiration from them but when it hasn't happened in your own life sometimes it becomes incredibly difficult to go out there with the utmost belief that this too can happen for you when you don't have any evidence to serve in your favor so that's where uh that's where I'll say I gotta say in the beginning of the journey is, is definitely an uphill climb.
0: Yeah, it's it's un unfortunate that maybe what has been documented from like the people that we look up to in the early days is like such a, a taboo to have any type of self doubt. I think now with the Rise of talking about mental health—that we're we're bringing it—that it's okay to kind of have doubt. It's okay for certain insecurities. It's not okay to be paralyzed by it. Yeah, but it's okay to have the feeling, right? When when we're thinking about starting anything new, there's no true blueprint of how you're supposed to do it. There's you know other people that may have done it and then they already look so successful. they already look you know like they got it all the way together and then in your path there's there isn't that step one, two three for you because you can only compare it to step a hundred. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, are you doing this right? Does this look right? Does this sound right? You know, um, am I gonna lose money? I think with anything that we start, anything that we put our focus to when we either mastering our craft, branding ourselves, starting the business, there is going to be that, yo, know, am I doing this right? There's nothing wrong with that. Like, yo, know, what if what if this doesn't work? Like. Now, what you follow up with it afterwards, nah, I gotta work. You know, cool. But to say that question of, Yo, what if this doesn't work? What if this mm-hmm. wasn't what I was supposed to do, right? I, I, I've gone through that feeling multiple times. Anytime I start anything new, anytime I start to go, do I look dumb? Do I sound crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, this is when we were talking about from a content side, for me, Yo, did this come out right? Is this one going to hit? Is like, we're so worried about the results that I'm not focusing on what's, what I'm supposed to do. I'm so focused on the emotion of what other people may think or how I may look, sound, and everything that I sometimes take myself out of what's happening and just get swarmed with anxiety and swarmed with you know just being inactive cuz I'm in my in that time of doubt now not saying that lasts long but it does happen and it's what do we do to get out of it how do we and, and people process things Differently, some people can take a few minutes and then they're out of that that self-doubt. Some people may need a day. Some people may need weeks, months, depending on how you process, right? But I think the first thing we have to do is it's to say that it's okay for some of those insecurities. It's okay for that self self-doubt. It's okay to question if you're supposed to be here or not it's what you follow up with. It's the mm. statement, it's the action. It's, you know, the the results that follow up after that. But it's it's not a negative thing that it comes to your head once in a while. It's like, like you said, especially in the beginning. The brand new stuff? What? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about a whole brand new field, AI not that many facts out there per se. And I hope that I'm not sounding wrong. If I don't say GPT 19 different times wrong, like what I'm looking at different tools, but I'm like, okay, what if this goes downhill? What if this, this tool is here today and gone tomorrow? Was I wrong for putting that? There's a lot of things that come in, Mm -hmm. but For me, it's more of, okay, I'm focused on just doing the reps. I'm more focused on on that. So the fact that we're talking about, okay, is it okay to have self-doubt? Yes. But now what are some of the top entrepreneurs, some top creators doing to get out of self-doubt what do they do to maybe switch the narrative from oh my god i can't do this to oh my god i can't or i I can my my apologies i can Mm -hmm. so we got two different do two different blueprints right one outwork it two serving so let's look at the the outwork situation
1: What i did is i created a fear list in my 20s i had a lot of mentors that kind of guided me to do this but i created a fear list of my insecurities the things that made me feel the most powerless and i went all in on them Mm -hmm. i think the only way for us to overcome self-doubt is to go all in on our fears Mm -hmm. the things that make us feel the most insignificant the most powerless we can actually turn them into a superpower
0: how do you overcome your self-doubt i don't overcome my self-doubt i actually outwork my self-doubt What it means is that I worked so hard that it was undeniable the amount of evidence that I have accumulated to support
2: why I should be confident. So even if I don't feel confident, I can create evidence that would allude to the fact that I should have confidence in any given situation because of the amount of preparation
0: and work that I've put into it. Doubt is there for a reason. It is not a bad thing, but it is a signal and we can take that signal and we can do something about it. And the thing that you can do is outwork it. And that was Lewis Howes. Shout out to Lewis Howes. He has a new book. And Layla or Mosey. Hopefully I said that that name right. Did I say it
2: right?
1: Yeah, yeah you got that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: me. Lewis, how are we feeling about uh, the outwork
1: method? I'm not going to lie. That's fire. That's, yeah, I've never yeah, thought yeah, about yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I, I love that approach because, you know, in a lot of ways, it, it goes back to what Kobe said. You do deal with it in a very logical way, because what I love about our conversation today is that we're saying, hey, is the feeling valid? Does it exist? We're telling you, yes, especially in the beginning of your journey. Now, what we're saying is just because the feeling is valid, that doesn't mean you shouldn't take a factual approach in how you can deal with that feeling or that thought of it. Because when you listen to, when you listen to Kobe and Layla Hermosi here, they're, they're really saying, "Well, yes, it's valid, but don't focus on that." As a matter of fact, direct your energy to the things that you can control, the things that you can do, and give yourself enough proof so that you can have less to worry about as it relates to doubt, and more to focus on or more to work with that keep you going and not focused on the thing that will hold you back. And that's that that right there I think is is the part that has made the most sense to me. You know, I came across this quote that said control what you can, manage what you can't. And when it when it comes to a concept like this, it it literally is all about what are you what are you going to choose to focus on? Are you going to choose to focus on Oh, man, I, I do have self-doubt. I, I do struggle. No one in my family. And, you know, I, the, the one thing that came to mind, too, was especially for those who are first generation. We talked about this, you know, on our last call together when we said it's one thing if you come from a lineage of money. Yeah. It's another thing when you're the first that's out to do it. You have to play the game a little bit differently because, yeah, you could say the odds are stacked against you, but you just don't have enough to fall back on. And you also don't have a lot of proof to give you that okay I can I can Coast or I can take my time With certain things so I love this Mentality of oh just Just, just put in the reps Like that alone will give you the confidence To say I really can do this After all
0: mm-hmm. Yeah it's It's show and prove Right to yourself mm-hmm. Not to anybody But to yourself Right I, I love what Lewis Howell said Of yo write it Write it down. Right. I got a fear list. This is literally the fear. This is what we were talking about, like acknowledge it. This is what I have a problem with. But then we got to overcome it. Like if I suck at this or that I feel that I'm not good at this, I'm going to concentrate and go all in on this. And the results is that I'm going to get one percent better every single time that I touch it every single time that I do something towards that to where the first time that I wrote this fear list is not even a situation anymore right now this is where we have to kind of be realistic with the expectations right because we may always and which is nothing wrong with it we we will Uh, compare ourselves to the greats regardless if it's our day one or day uh 744 Mm. we're still comparing it to their thousand yeah and so it's more of less create realistic expectations in the time frames that we're doing so and let's yeah. celebrate the small wins and the the results that we're creating
1: yeah yeah you know what's crazy because f- fear is definitely one of the you know when i talked about one of the most crippling things that hold people back on their journey it's fear mm-hmm. 100% i think fear is definitely one of those things now i want to say in maybe 95% of the cases at least so in my life most of what you're afraid of hasn't happened yet. Yep. Like, literally, think about it. I remember the first time I faced my fear, and I, I might have talked about this on the podcast, but I traced back the worst case scenario in the situation that I was in. You know, and it was the whole time when I was dealing with, you know, my immigration status. And I was like, oh, so, yo, what you afraid of? It's like, oh, man, well, you know the American dream, and trying to look out for my family, and having been here all this time. Okay, well, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. So, well, the worst that could happen is I can get deported. Okay, did you get deported? No, right? Like you're afraid of something. Or you're moving and 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 planning and doing life, taking into consideration something that has not even happened. So. I literally want all the listeners and the people watching this to to think about this. Write down the things that you're afraid of and simply ask yourself the question, has this happened? In some cases, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe something happened in your life that you're like, oh, I don't want to, I (laughs) I don't want to repeat that. I get you. Like, by all means, that's a different type of scenario. But I've just come to realize in my experience that most of the things that we're afraid of have not even happened. We don't have evidence of the fear appearing real. <laughs> we don't have evidence to say that this is something that's actually happened in our life. And so it's a valid feeling or uh, you, that you, you you should be afraid of it. But once I did that, I, as a logical person, I kind of felt a little silly. I'm like, well, you're afraid of something that hasn't even happened. Is it a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. But back it up even further. I said, so what happens if you get deported? And I said, well, I will go back to Egypt. As someone who was educated in America, has American business experience, could probably make it work nonetheless with most of my family back home and figure out a way to get paid in dollars living in Egypt. And I think the ratio is like 20 to one on every dollar. I'm like, I guess it's not so bad after all. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you, if, when you back it up that way, It puts you in a position where you realize that the thing that you're afraid of. It's not that big of a deal. All right. So that that's just what I've come in my experience. Like when when you back it up like that and you deal with some of what you're feeling logically, you come up with a completely different perspective. It's safe to say I'm still here. I'm recording in America. Right. I'm grateful. (laughs) I'm still here. But it just it just shows like it's the difference of. What do you what do you choose to focus on? And I know I know uh, maybe in life circumstances. uh, I don't know. I want to I want to say that there's enough content out there to make us feel as though we have a handle on this. Maybe we feel different as it relates to our creative endeavors, like our content, our brand or even our businesses. But it's really the same. It's the same format or it's the same formation because from in most cases in business, it's the more you fail the, the almost the more likely you are to succeed because you just have less ways of doing something wrong and you know like you know that going down this path is going to lead you to that outcome so i just look at that as a as a tremendous opportunity to say yo i'm, I'm glad this happened in a way because i can level up from here but if i'm starting on ground zero and i'm i'm inactive I'm taking no action. I'm making no progress. I'm putting no things like I'm putting no content out there. But how do you know what content is going to work for you if you are putting no content out? Right? How do you know? How do you know if your business is going to thrive or not? Or if people are going to buy or not, if you're not putting any products and making them available? It's it's the it's the act of doing Mm -hmm. that gives you enough evidence, you start combining or accumulating your own evidence, your own proof, Mm -hmm. your own data to say, Okay, I can work with this.
2: This
0: is true this is true and you you kind of hinted at the the second blueprint, which is the the living in the now and uh the serving and this one is uh done by Jay Shetty, uh, a motivational speaker, great entrepreneur author but
2: this one uh definitely hit. Andy said it best, is that you find yourself when you lose yourself in the service of others. Even if you look at someone like Jeff Bezos, who's extremely successful, he's successful because he solved a problem that many people have. Bill Gates is successful because he solved a problem. So even if you look at monetary success, even if you look at financial success, it comes from service. (laughs) Any success comes from service. And there's a verse in the Gita that explains it too, is that you have full control over the preparation, the process, and the practice. But you have no control over the potential result. But all of those three things are the result in and of themselves. I am focused on the process of making sure that the most people in the world have the opportunity to buy this book. But then if they choose not to buy it, I can't control that. But I can control making sure that it's in front of everyone and that I believe in the content.
0: I had to give that an air horn. So let me, let me tap this one real quick. So this one hit for me for several reasons, right? Um, Of course, the self-doubt, it starts with self, right? And the reason why we create our brands and we create our businesses is for others. It's never for ourselves. So when there is a sense of self-doubt that hits, we have to remind ourselves that this isn't for us, right? We're here to serve other people. Even if we are on the the road of impact or whether we're on the road of monetization, we are still here, just like he said with Jeff Bezos, to solve a problem for others. And when we have that different mindset of like, okay, it's bump how I'm feeling about it, bump how I think, this uh this product may may look bump how I may think this content may look sound you know the visuals, how I look it's it's more of what do the people want and am I providing a solution that is the real thing that we just have to concentrate on whether it's from a motivational vibe, educational side or entertainment side are we providing, A solution. And it it was crazy in that same interview that he had with Ed Milette, At the end, he he alluded to his book, but he was talking about if I was to concentrate when it comes to the book of just becoming a bestseller, right? That's all I want to be is a bestseller. Uh, That's more of a, a selfish goal where he's now focusing on the future and not being present on what needs to happen now. Not, not concentrating on is the content good? Is it having the right tone for his audience? Is it going to connect with his audience? Right. And so the way he broke it down, it was more on, let me just be present. Let me just trust this process. Right. And let me make sure that I provide the book and put it out to everywhere that anybody can get it. Because my whole point is to provide this type of content to the people. And wherever the people are, I gotta be present in that standpoint and just trust the process. Now, if somebody buys it, when we're talking about content and somebody watches it, if if we're talking about some of our services and, and products, if somebody Uh, acquires it and, and that whole nine, cool. But our whole thing is let us be the best that we can to the people that we are serving. And in that standpoint, we are going to succeed because we're making it not about us, but about the people. And the people carry us to higher levels. If we look at anybody successful, it's not they made themselves successful. Right, They can sit here, even those people are self-made and blah, 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 right? And I'm not even talking about their team. I'm talking about the people who bought their stuff, the people who shared their stuff, the people who supported them and and did word of mouth or digital word of mouth. It doesn't matter. It was the people who made them successful. It was their coworkers that made them successful. It was their audience that made them, their clients, their customers, not themselves. And so when we're talking about self-doubt, right? We just have to remember we're here to serve. We're not necessarily here for ourselves. And that's sometimes very hard because we sometimes feel lonely in this entrepreneurship world. We sometimes feel lonely as a creator, because we are the ones that are are creating this this vision, this creating this uh, enterprise. We're creating these different messages that hits the world. And so it's not, we don't see our audience when we're at home, when we're at our desk. So it's us. So yeah, a lot of things are gonna go through our head, but we have to either make it visual or a constant reminder that we're here to serve when it comes to our brand and business. And if we can remember that then and live in the now, then that self-doubt gets a little bit more quiet. It won't make it possibly won't even go away, but it'll get a little bit more quiet to where I won't be so paralyzed that I can at least submit this uh draft where I can at least post this. This content where I can at least send this email or or put this on post-production. We can at least move forward instead of allowing the self-doubt to drown us from action. My bad I went on a rant.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Talk about making the connection. <laughs> talk about making the connection. Like the to truth be told around the purpose of what it's really about. That's a good wake-up call. That's a good wake-up call. Somebody, somebody's needed to hear that. Somebody's, somebody's needed to hear that. Yeah,
0: somebody's. That it good. just hit different. That's like yeah. we we've talked about serving in different levels, right? But it's to to address self-doubt, um, something that is to some a touchy subject because it can lead into deeper conversations. It could lead Mm -hmm. into deeper insecurities. Um, But to remember why we did these things, why we started, it's just so important. And sometimes we lose, we lose sight of that. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. um, when we get a new car, Right. We love it. We're showing. We we see the vision. Oh, I see myself driving this. We're gonna. Do, I'm gonna give it the best gas. Car wash all the time. Nice. We have all this energy, and then something goes wrong, and then we're like, doo, 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 right. And so, how do we get that that same energy each time where we remember it's like, oh, this is brand new. We we got this for a reason. We just always have to remember the reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and I think it's also important to surround yourself with people who are a living example of that, of that mentality of of that way in general, right? Because you know, just as we were prepping for this, I asked you. I said, "Do you you struggle with self doubt? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and and I it was a genuine question because if you asked if somebody asked me, hey, do you know if Nikki struggled with self doubt? I would have said no. I would say absolutely not. It, no, there's there's no, right? And then the crazy thing is your answer to me about the thing that you struggle with, you know, you said specifically in the beginning is actually the thing that I appreciated about you the most, because in the beginning, you have a way of being so appreciative over the smallest of things, right? It's like, oh, five cents, hey five cents though it's like get these five cents yeah it's like nicks we made five cents like are you kidding me hey but 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 it's five cents though like it's just the beginning and we got the five cents and over time you start to realize like yo not for nothing if you don't have someone who you're working with or who's on the squad that has that mentality it's so easy to give up because just our society and our culture today is all about the big bag that you overlooked the small bag, which by the way, is the beginning journey of everyone's quote unquote big bag. Now, whether or not the big bag people uh, decided to show you that in their journey, you know, that's what probably has you thinking about things a certain way. But I know for me, just one of the things I want to say that publicly that I appreciate about your perspective and just how you are is your dedication to the beginning of something. Which, which is, which is, which is rare. You know, I don't think people are really are really like that. So I will say, man, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who have that dedication and that humility and and just overall gratitude for the beginning, because the beginning is where where a lot of this stuff can eat you away and and get you to think that yeah, no, it just it's it's not worth it. It won't work for you. It will if you try. If you, it, matter of fact, let me not say that. It will, if you stay consistent, mm-hmm. there we go. That's a better way to say it. It will, if yeah, you stay cause, consistent.
0: Cause even when numbers go down, I'm appreciative Yeah. because it's still people like for, for example, with this podcast, um, if the numbers go down, I'm still appreciative of the people, the thousands of people who still listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's like, I don't even know your name and you're listening to us for about an hour, hour and a half. Did we get the same amount? No, but do we have somebody? Absolutely. That means we cater to those people. And then it's just, it's, it's the process. Just like how Jay Shetty said, it's just, it's just the process and nothing's always going to always go up or even stay up. It's, if you're really about this life, you you respect and you understand and you are excited about at times. Sometimes you get discouraged, but you're excited um, and grateful um, about the journey of those lows. And you gotta give yourself grace that sometimes you're just you're just too hard on yourself. And it's okay. Like I promise you, all the people that you look up to they've either hit rock bottom or some just there was a period of time they didn't even get up. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: give yourself some grace, people. Yeah. Well, I mean. yeah. So uh real quick slight plug don't forget creator av every Friday uh 6 a.m audio only on all your favorite podcast players it is the intersection between branding and business some of our some of our favorite moments from our live show is now on audio. It's called Creator Av. You'll love it. It's definitely more of our insight about everything that's happening in the trends, everything that's happening in branding and business. So Creator Av, slight plug. You feel me? Whoa. But before we go... We gotta do this or that. Okay. We gotta do this or that. And of course, uh this segment is sponsored by flightassessment.com. Slight, slight intermission. Uh my whole team and deeper than the brand just did the flight assessment again and mind blow oh, Where where's the bombs? Do I do I still have the bombs? Let me just say that. Okay. Let me just say that. that is we understand the season that we're in. We understand the gaps, the communication issues, uh, strengths, uh, limitations. It's an amazing thing. I'm not even going to read it. I'm going based off personal situations. I need y'all to get the flight assessment, whether you have a team, whether you're in a relationship, whether you wanna just have more self-awareness, flightassessment.com is going to give you the book of you and the book of those who you care about or need to be in the same room with okay Talk about it. so hmm. flightassessment.com so listen um in the world of cancel culture right when we look at maybe the source of all these different things, it normally comes from a clip on social media. And Joe Budden on his podcast said something that kind of hit a different way to me and kind of made sense of do we lip, lip, what's lip? What is that? Live, Hmm. right? Do we live in a clip? society
3: we live in a clip driven society Mm -hmm. so you have to be responsible especially listen i come from reality tv the famous line there is they can't edit what you don't give them so i'm not going to come in here and blame clips shade room that they doing their job
0: now in a world of where everybody wants to say everything it's like Can we avoid it? Can we avoid one part of minute one to another part of minute 15 to the going back to seven and creating a whole new narrative of what it is? Uh, Do we live in fear of this clip driven society? Uh, Moose, how are we feeling about this? This clip life
1: that we live. Yeah. It's 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 um it's interesting, man, because I think at some point in the journey, um you do you do have to deal with it, right? Because I don't I don't know that everyone is loved by everyone. You know, like mm-hmm. at some point you you do deal with it. But I do feel though, some people attract it to themselves more than others. Mm. You know, it just seems that some people deal with that. A little bit more than others. I know I I I've dealt with it slightly, but not in in the content realm, like not in the social media space. It was something else um, where I was like, okay, hold on, that's not the messaging that I wanted. But it just empowered me to control my own narrative uh, and and really be mindful of that. But it's like I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't really you know tune in with it that much to know. But the the thing that I that comes to mind the most is. Some people just attract it more than others. Like they 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 have a way of, of doing it. And I don't know if 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 you would say it's it's all content at the end of the day, people are just in search for content. So they clip the pieces that make this make sense and act as validation and proof for the narrative that they're trying to spill. Or if it really is valid, it's you would say aligned with the algorithm and the way things operate on a day-to-day basis now. In the social media world, it's it's a lot more clip clippish just because it's quicker. Right. I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting, it's an interesting point.
0: I like what Joe said as far as like, yo, they can't clip what they don't have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yes, we we have the freedom to say whatever we want on these platforms. But we have to just be mindful of where that can land in the future, right? So there was a situation where uh, somebody that I'm very cool with said something super flagrant on their content that I didn't believe was going to cause them any issue now, but the way that brands are growing and this person's brand was growing though we may have views and values of our own we always have to remember once again that it is not about us it is about our audience and sometimes we do have to be mindful of how they may take things if we are here for their support like we want their support we we want them to to share our stuff. We want them to champion our stuff. We definitely have to at least be a little bit mindful of what they may think. So though I may, for myself, have some crazy views on certain things, Moose (laughs) knows some of them that I just would never say on content, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're fake. That doesn't mean that you're not super transparent or anything like that. It just means sometimes these platforms are just not meant for everything. That's true. And that's okay. So don't feel that you have to say every single thing, even... From a behind-the-scenes situation, right? Like you you'll be showing behind the scenes, and you think that's even more transparent. And and to a sense, yes, right? But there's still a narrative you have to keep, a reputation you have to keep. And we've seen uh clips, old tweets come back from everybody yeah. from Kevin Hart to Rock. To John Legend's wife, like we've seen the craziest, what was maybe very small before, to what became very large, and we are just an insensitive culture as well nowadays, Mm -hmm. right? To to what some may may say, we just have to. I, I I'm I won't even necessarily call it sensitive. I would just say, we just have to be mindful. We have to be mindful. People are more expressive now. People are given the freedom to feel. Well, where maybe before it wasn't that. Maybe it was, uh, you may get clowned or you seem corny to even express how you may feel when getting bullied or when somebody says something or it may affect you. Now it's like, that was foul, that hurt my feelings, that is offensive, right? So we just have to be mindful in this, when we are putting out content and some things may slip. And if that if that happens, that's okay. Be ready to apologize, be ready to, uh, not necessarily defend, you can either let that rock, and let people think what they think. Or you could address it. Depends on what time you're on. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what time I may be on. If anybody was to try to pull that on me. Like look at what I found. Look at. look at. Uh, mm. what Nikki said this, 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 this. And now she's. That. I may address it. I may not. I don't know what type of time I may be on.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 No, so, I mean, it's, uh, I, I, you're right about that though. Not giving them anything to clip in the first place is probably the best way to go about it. And so, and that's why, that's why you got to take this stuff serious, man. Like, if, if you're just on here just to be on here, that's, that's not, that's not the, that's not the objective here. Like, you really got to think long term. You know, it, it's funny. I was talking with someone today and we're reviewing our finances because, you know I, I i one of the promises that i made of course you know i think being a father definitely plays into it but just in general i said you know i'm really going to take more control of my own destiny mm-hmm. i'm not going to rely on somebody else to give me the opportunity or the platform or any of those things i'm going to rely on me probably more than i ever have and so we're reviewing our finances and he said you know man I, how's the compensation you know through this i said well quite honestly, there is compensation from certain things is not always going to be money. Mm. You know, I, I, I I look at my work and what I do, if, if it helps from a marketing standpoint, which I now clearly see the importance of, 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 content, and, and what is being said as a part of the entire dynamic. I mean, look how we started this podcast with Ryan Reynolds. You know, mm-hmm. when we make examples of the rock and all these people, it's not, it's not that they're just, you know, bored, they turn on a the camera, they say something, and then these deals falls on their lap. There's a level of intentionality. And I hope that as you, as you listen to these episodes, or you tune into this podcast, you're getting enough ideas or snippets or clues of what are the underlying fundamentals, of all of the successful brands of all of the successful businesses. At some point, you start to see, like, all right, let me stop playing. Like, you know, I, I think of even um, the basketball player, John, John Moran. Mm-hmm. you know, in the situation that he ran into. The, the dude was on his way. I mean, for his age and, and his talent, it's just it's uncalled for, uncalled for. Like once, once you lock in, you got to lock in. You got to lock in. And I do believe a lot of people run themselves into bad situations because they're on and off with a lot of stuff. Okay, I'm locked in. No, I'm locked out today. I don't feel like being locked in. The days you locked out, you lock yourself out. You could risk locking yourself out for good. So lock in, man. This is this is. You, you, like last thing I'll say, Instagram is no longer about to be free. How about that? Like mm. I, I just you know like that's a real thing. Like I I got I got the thing today. I got I got the notification. Like oh. uh, a verification is now available in the U.S. Would you like to join the waitlist? I'm like, mm-hmm. shoot, I guess I, I guess I do. Yeah, put me on the waitlist. <laughs>
2: I guess <laughs> that's I crazy.
1: Do. No, but but for real, man, for you, for those of you listening, like, call it call it what you want. Start big or small, but you got to start. It's is what used to be free is no longer free. That's crazy. That's crazy. This is going there. It's, can't take it for granted. Think it's going to be around, oh, 10 years from now. Hmm. About that.
0: Chelsea see. Listen, people, uh, once again, creator Av. check that out. Audio only on your favorite podcast players. Every Friday, 6 a.m. We do have the after show drops Wednesdays. Uh, only on Apple Podcasts, okay, where you get more of our true thoughts. Uh, I may get uh, a little bit more information about daddy life on Moose. This is where you get to know more about Moose, okay? Uh, <laughs> and and just some more strategies and just real transparent talk. And then, of course, follow us on all social media platforms at Nikki and Moose. Uh, Moose. Moose. Final words.
1: Yeah, man, I got a question for y'all. Seriously, um, how much longer will you keep you on the back burner? You know, the, the reality is the invitation, the opportunity that you're looking for is not going to come from anyone else but you. So I just got to ask you how much longer you're going to keep you on the back burner.